0: Welcome back to that fucking podcast with your host, that fucking guy. I am LJ Sullivan, that fucking guy. How's it going, everybody? Uh, It is a new week. Uh, The date today is February 27th. Holy shit, is this guy recording an episode? In the week after he recorded another episode. Are we looking at a new age of consistency for this podcast? Maybe. Maybe. Was there music at the beginning of the episode? Because I hear he's trying to figure that out too. Who knows? Anything could happen. Trying to up the production quality on this bitch. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm working on getting a fucking a mic stand. Just a place to put the microphone. So I don't have to hold it this whole time. I feel... I felt like such a fucking idiot when people were like, you hold the mic the whole... Like, yeah, I hold the fuck... Anyway, we've talked about this before. How, how's everybody doing? How are you... How How is life going? You know, in these uncertain times... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> times are seem to be coming, becoming more certain. We got vaccines on the way. Um we got a few that are already here and the FDA just cleared the old Johnson and Johnson. I had a bit that went fucking gangbusters. Okay. So there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. We have um spillover uh pop culture stuff from last week that we never got to. We got uh pop culture news, big pop culture news from this week. And then, uh, we got, uh, fucking, I got a bunch of shit I want to talk about, uh, comedy, and then fucking WandaVision, episode eight. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. I wanted to talk about that bit, so we're gonna go comedy first. Cause that's sort of like a personal update I've been having a big comedy week I'm so happy for my, for me Um, so (laughs) Let me, uh, outline it all for you Uh, on Monday I did my last, uh For the whole month I've been hosting the Monday Open mic, so I did Uh, Monday I hosted, and then Uh, Wednesday Uh, no, uh, Thursday I was at work, so we did the open mic And I was at the open mic uh, and then, uh, Friday, we did a talk show down at the lounge with, uh, Deck and Caden McKnight, we was, uh, and Iris, uh, was it Iris, I think it's Iris, uh, Iris Benson, uh, so, um, yeah, that was a fun show, man, um, but anyway, and then, uh, tomorrow, or no, tonight, fucking in a in a couple hours, goddamn, um, I'm gonna be judging a comedy of the month contest, doing a quick, quick little set, we'll talk more about that here in a minute, um, but yeah, man, just, uh, been getting back to, um, feels like I'm circling back to maybe positioning myself for life to be similar to what it was pre-pandemic, as soon as it is safe to do so, you know what I'm saying? uh, you know, focusing back in on comedy and stuff, and, oh, I'm so close to fucking just going to the dojo, I, I know I have to wait, I know I have to wait, I gotta wait until more people are vaccinated, and, uh, I'm going to, but, oof, I can feel it burning in my soul, uh, let's see, comedy, so, the past year, past year, um, it just felt real weird, you know, I, I, I there was, a, I was working um, Tuesday, I don't know if it was this Tuesday or last Tuesday, I was working and we do a, a music open mic there as well as a comedy open mic, uh, comedy Thursday, music Tuesdays, um, is that right, Is did I get that right, yeah, I got that right. Um, anyway, um, so it was the music night, and a comedian is going, musician, trying to, trying to multi-class, trying to dual-wield, um, (laughs) and so, uh, he, uh, ended up doing, like, some jokes, kind of, around the music, and, uh, then it was hanging out while we were closing, and it was just like, yeah, man, it feels... Feels a little bit weird coming out and doing stuff. Because, you know, we know we're not out of the woods yet. But also, it feels so fucking weird not to. Um, and he agreed with me. So I feel safe sharing this sentiment with many multiple people. Um, but anyway, like I said, I wanted... Okay. I did a new bit last night. The other night. Thursday. No. Yes. <laughs> Sorry look who smoked weed before the podcast everybody just don't focus on that just fucking get on board all right um anyway so uh i had this bit about the johnson and johnson vaccine it went really well i don't want to ruin it here on the podcast but it went really really well and so i came home reminiscing thinking about shit and like when it when it goes so well like that there's a certain feeling a je ne sais quoi if you will um and that feeling was lacking in the last year it seemed like no matter how good you did the room just always felt weird because it was there was a pandemic in the air um so this is the way that i was thinking about it when I got home the way I've been thinking about it actually I'm just trying to put this into words man um the past year has felt like the end of Goodfellas you know the the critically acclaimed award-winning film Goodfellas at the end where uh fucking Ray Liotta um is like he's in witness protection And he's just, like, opening the door to his suburban home to pick up the paper as he eats his shittily scrambled eggs and drinks his Folgers coffee. Like, and he's like, and now I'm just a fucking schmuck. Like, okay, that vibe. Juxtaposed to the beginning of the movie where he's like, we were wise guys we were good fellas, we were fucking gangsters, nobody fucked with us, we took what we wanted, we did what we wanted, and that was it, like, where they're, like, going around doing whatever, they're going, walking in through the back of the club, and they get, like, a table sat down in front of them, like, they're fucking kings, okay, I know it is not the reality, but that is the sensation of being a comedian. It's not, that's not what it is. That's not what it is at all. (laughs) That's, you're not getting that royal street god treatment that you get by being a made man in the mafia. You, that's not happening for any comedian, except for maybe like Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle, shit like that. Like, then maybe. But, for most of us, it is not that But it feels that way, or rather, it felt that way pre-2020, pre-March 2020, that was the feeling, it was the beginning of Goodfellas, it was the shit, okay, and then 2020 felt kind of like the end of Goodfellas, where he's like, well, this is some bullshit, now I'm just some fucking schmuck. Alright, and then, but now it's circling back around, I feel. Now I I feel it coming back. I have hope. I have hope. I will die on the hill of hope. Hope is important. Listen, hope is a drug. Now, with any drug, you could use the prescribed dose and be better off, or you could abuse it. You could abuse it and find yourself in a stupor. See what I'm saying? So-so with hope. Look, this podcast isn't meant to do things like that at all times, but sometimes it just happens. Sometimes you, you catch a guy in a hope monologue, you know? I don't... It's, I, I don't know what to tell you. Was it a monologue or was it a soliloquy? There's no one else in the room with me. But you're listening. So I feel like monologue, soliloquy. Fourth wall, fourth wall break. No, because I'm intentionally... What is a podcast? Anyway, we're talking about comedy. Um, oh, so if you felt like that was dark... Don't skip the next couple of minutes. Because <laughs> that was the bright side. That was like, hey, we're getting back to being the beginning good fellas. <laughs> um, but if the whole schmuck thing really bummed you out, um, here was another feeling that I was hit with um, at a certain point, And it was just uh, that sometimes, occasionally, when it's late and the demons come out. It feels like... Might be fucking up. Might be fucking up, you know? Putting off a lot of normal 25-year-old shit in the name of the hope of the dream of stand-up comedy. That could be a huge error on my part. But, you know what? You Fuck. you 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 live and you learn i don't know it it's the path i want to walk maybe it's a fucked up path but i don't know it's all i'm saying is that i'm aware of what i'm doing like i get how it looks from the outside and how it must appear uh that's what I'm trying to put the work in, man. I'm trying to be more consistent with the podcast. I want to figure out merch and shit. Who wants to help me figure out merch? More so than that, who wants to come be my audio tech guy? I need a fucking uh, uh, a young Jamie or a red band or a blue band and a dove, a flying Jew. You know all of these podcasts. Assi- the flying Jew is Lee Syat. Joyce Diaz is. Uh, podcast is that anti-semitic i don't think so i think he is supportive of that nickname look not the point the point is i need a guy in the chair on this one i'm batman i'm not barbara gordon okay do you understand what i'm saying i'm gonna post what i will now i'm calling this fan art um because uh uh uh, uh a friend did a picture of me as Batman, I'm gonna put it on Instagram, so be on the lookout for that, be on the lookout for the, that sweet, sweet Instagram drop of me looking like fucking Batman, it's gonna be dope, anyway, um, still talking about comedy, still talking about comedy, um, so, Friday night, um, which was last night, uh, so it went all right it went okay it was oh so er, people were saying that i did good and like there was a talk show format that i could feel i was doing better at but it just felt like the crowd was not on my side they were not there for me they did not want to hear what i had to say it felt um It was frustrating. Uh, (laughs) It was frustrating for sure. And here's the thing. You can't fall into the trap of blaming the audience, though. Like, it's not their fault. I I have a limited number of tools as a young comedian. And it just felt like there was nothing in my tool belt that evening that I could have used to like to to reach those people to knock it out of the park, you know? Like I have I have my tools that I'm used to using and that I'm real good at and that I like, but they're they weren't the tools for the job last night. So yeah, like just reflecting on on a set that didn't go too well. That's what the podcast is really about. This is the podcast, in its truest form, is you're watching a young comedian try to crack the code. Try to figure out how to do the thing. But, oftentimes, that it's not a straight line progress. So the podcast is also not a straight progressive line. So in Some weeks, I'm just going to talk to you about what the fuck Marvel's doing, because I love Marvel. That's not that's just what that is, Um, so, but anyway, still talking about comedy, important takeaway from the evening, what what I got from the evening, Um, I really gotta overhaul a lot of my material, Um, because here's the deal, I have some new material, But I'm not as confident in my new material as I am in the regular material. So I need to take the new material and make it regular material. Because a lot of the regular material is starting to age. It's starting to get old. Dare I say stale in some respects. So the the new needs to become the regular. The regular is becoming the old. And I gotta figure out... What out of that batch of old is worth keeping? Is worth keeping around, revamping, continue to work on, to look at, to not forget about? I have a giant list of of bits that have come and gone and come and gone, and really... The only cohesive factor of what has become regular in rotation is what I like to do, what I enjoy doing on stage, which is, I think, the way that comedy is done. Um... Because if I'm having fun, you should be having fun. That's just the way that it works. Uh, if I wasn't having fun, and you were having fun, that'd be super uncomfortable for me, and I wouldn't be there for that. And, and if I was having fun, and you weren't having fun, you also wouldn't be there. The only way it works is if we're both having fun. Anyway, are the audio levels okay? Yeah, no, they're alright. They're evening out. Um, <laughs> you know, like I said, it this, it would not be that fucking podcast, uh, without some fucking audio issues from time to time, um, let's see here, um, yeah, just gotta really crack open the hood on material, like I was kind of saying in that other episode, remember, I was like, I gotta go through and do my, like, structuring and things, and doing that will also result in this cycling of material um so needs to be done especially since I'm not I'm I'm not in a position where I'm putting out albums or doing hours so doing specials so it's like I have to feel out when to get rid of things you know Because it's not like I'm on a strict two-year production cycle like Joe Rogan or some shit. You know? Like, I'm just out here learning for the most part. Um, I feel like my GPA in comedy is solid, though. (laughs) I feel like I'm a great student. (laughs) Like, that's my bragging rights, but I've yet to go professional, and that's the dream. Um... Saturday, uh, tomorrow, tonight, it's tonight, it's in a couple, it's, it's literally in a couple hours, it will have happened by the time you hear this, um, but yeah, I'm judging a comedy contest, um, which is basically, to remain in the analogy I was saying earlier, it's like if a a junior or a senior uh, in college or high school were to grade the test of a freshman because there are no teachers and it is in fact not a school it is an insane asylum and it is run by the inmates that's stand-up comedy i don't know man i'm just saying things now anyway saturday judging a comedy contest uh also in the interim of like because the audience gets to vote on who their comic of the month is uh in the lovely boise idaho um so we get to judge after each set and really it's just giving the comic some feedback and being like hey you should maybe tweak this or that was real good i liked what you did there and Then, uh, overall, this is pretty solid, but then also keep this in mind. Something along those lines. Um, anyway, so, while that, after everybody does their set, gets their feedback, there's a voting period. I get to do stand-up during the voting period. I'm not opposed to doing stand-up at any time ever. Um, it's just an awkward time to be doing stand up in um, because people are inherently going to have their attention elsewhere. So, really, my job is to be like solid background noise. <laughs> like something, something like electively engageable. If that makes sense. (laughs) Like, if they want to pay attention, they can, and it's rewarding. But if they would also like to tune me the fuck out, that could also happen. Um, So, it'll just be interesting. It's just like a five to seven minute period. Which is also just a weird amount of time to do stand-up in. Um, I feel like, pre-pandemic, I was creeping towards... Featuring more. And getting out onto the road more. And it feels like the pandemic just sort of pushed me backwards. Into more solid host territory. Which for the time being I guess is fine. But it is also just frustrating. Um, You know. I feel like my brand of stand up comedy. Works out best when i have 20 or more minutes to play with um just because by nature i'm a very verbose person i have a lot to say now i can work hard and focus to trim it all down and to be punchy and quick three minute set two minute set I mean, I had to do that at the beginning, and I know that I can do it, and I'm still capable of doing it. A lot of it is just projecting a certain energy for a shortened amount of time. Whatever. But, like, to really do the thing that I want to do, I need that more time. (laughs) I need... I need a second <laughs> I need a second to talk to these people <laughs> to achieve my entertainment goals um, which I guess is to tickle and to intrigue um, simultaneously um, if possible. Um, getting into the weeds on like comedy theory real quick, you know that's just what we do here. On a Saturday afternoon, creeping into evening. Going to turn some lights on for myself. Stood up with the mic. Walked away with the mic in my hand. Um, It was just about a step away, but that was a bold move. Couldn't see the boards. Hope the audio was doing alright during that time. Now, um, let's see here. Oh, Oh, I had a little note to myself. I don't know. Okay, so... (laughs) on that i need more time stuff to be fair to all of my peers perhaps it is clear i have not been working as hard as i was pre-pandemic maybe that's more obvious outwardly especially now that i'm saying it um than i thought it was so that would explain my moving backwards also there's just less time to go around in general um It's pandemic times, you know, I can't complain too much, and a lot of it probably doesn't have that much to do with me, per se. But some of it might, and that's the thing. I gotta put the work in. I feel like, as of right now, it is obvious that that fucking guy, L.J. Sullivan, should be getting more opportunities. I feel like anybody who's paying attention to comedy knows that. Comedy in this area knows that. But, it's not painfully obvious. It's not glaringly obvious. It's not to the point where even the haters and the doubters are like, well, I don't like what the fuck he's doing, but he should clearly be getting more opportunities because he makes motherfuckers laugh hard every time. Like, if I can get even... Even the people who aren't on my side to be like, damn, how is who is keeping him down so I can be in league with them to continue to keep him down? I need I need more haters. <laughs> I am Riley in the boondocks right now. If you ain't got enough haters, you ain't playing the game right. I don't have enough haters. Or they're not saying shit to my face. In which case, good. I don't think I could handle it. Anyway <laughs> there was I, I hope that was a fun bit. Anyway, um let's uh let's transition into talking about well first let's talk about a little movie a Little little Christmas movie that came out over the holidays. Um me and my mom watched Soul over the holidays. Nice little, little Disney Pixar movie about a jazz teacher who has a scrape, a near-death experience, runs into an unborn soul, and has to sort of convince this unborn person that life is worth living. And in doing so, learn a little something for himself also. In homes now, via Disney+, Plus, Pixar's Soul, featuring Jamie Foxx, And I forget that white lady's name. Tina Fey, I think. I think it was Tina Fey. Might have been Amy Poehler. Them's the bitches who was hosting the Golden Globes, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway... I liked the movie. Like, as I was watching the movie, I was like, I fucking love this movie, man. This is great. I love it. I love this so much. I love the themes. I love where they're going. I love what they're doing. I love the animation style. I love all the references and the jokes and the everything. I love it. And then, Woke Twitter ruined it. I don't want to let them ruin it, but they have a goddamn point. Um... A lot of times in animated things, when the black person is animated, they don't get to be a black person. They become a non-race-oriented being, like a frog or a blue ghost. Or just like sort of a, a black ink blob. So... Yeah, that feels problematic, right? That feels, like, not great. But also, to be fair, I feel like soul highlighted aspects of the black community for an audience, for a children's audience, in a way that hasn't been done before. At least not recently. So, I I don't want to sound like a bitch-ass moderate right now, but... I've even heard people attack Black Panther. Like, these motherfuckers will attack anything just because it was made under capitalism. Yeah, capitalism's shitty, and it twists and warps everything, and it's horrible. And I hate it. And same thing with capitalism birthed racism. So it would make sense that racism would have a similar effect. We're dealing with demons, demigod demons. We're dealing with some bullshit. But you gotta understand where to see the light, too, man. Like... Shit was a good movie. I enjoyed that movie. I love that the soul, the unborn soul, learned from this jazz musician. Like, like he wasn't trying to teach her that, but she comes up with this phrase called "jazzin," and it's like she's just free flowing through existence. And taking everything that it has to offer. Full on eudaimonium baby. Just jazzing. It w- It's such a good movie. And the afterlife. The escalator. And the like extra dimensional beings. That are like. Odd fucking gestalt. Geometry fucking Picasso beings. It was a good movie i really enjoyed soul i know that parts of hollywood are problematic and will always be problematic but can we just let people enjoy things it's it was a fucking holidays it was christmas and i'm trying to watch a fucking cartoon with my mother and pieces of shit on the internet are trying to make a political statement out of it. And I get that we need to be conscious and aware, but, like, can some things not be that? Can some things not be that? Are we allowed escapism anymore? Is escapism's a no-go, a key part of the human experience? Something we all gravitate towards, that's not allowed? I guess we better burn all the fucking books then. Do you see what happens when you get fucking crazy? I'm sorry. Woke Twitter has its place. But it also oversteps the line often. I don't know. Maybe the idea is just to start this conversation, you know? Hegelian dialectics and whatnot. Thesis, antithesis synthesis he was a nazi (laughs) i don't uh i don't um i think that was a different german philosopher starting with an h fuck i don't have my philosophy notes with me for this episode so let's not get in to let's not get into the weeds (laughs) um Anyway, <laughs> we talked about soul. We did it, everybody. We talked about soul. We talked about all the thing, all comedy thoughts. I can cross that off the list. God damn, this pen's running out of ink. My mom asked me today, what kind of pens do you like? And I'm like, I don't know the names of pens. Like, I, I understood the question, and she thought I didn't understand the question. There was a moment of miscommunication. But, like... Like, I get that you're asking me for, like, what are good pens to write with. Like, a smooth writing, like, nice, enjoyable, effective pen. I understood that that's what she was looking for. But I don't know the names of pens. Like, okay, this pen that I have in my hand, it is a, um, Pintel. Didn't know that was a thing. Inner gel. at Almost as though it is energy. Liquid gel ink. This is a nice pen. I didn't know any of that shit. I didn't know any of those words without looking at the fucking pen. Anyway. Pen tangent. Who knows pens? Anyway. I, I know what makes a good pen. I know... What, in my heart, the platonic ideal of a pen is, obviously. But I don't know which corporation has honed in on that. Is it Bic? I they make lighters, too. Maybe they don't have time to perfect pen technology. PinTel, on the other hand, apparently is... Fucking working their ass off on pins. How did this happen? Why are we talking about pins? I think it was just like a two to three minute cha- rant. Tangent. Tra- transient. Tangent. Tra- rant. Tangent. You get it. <laughs> hey. Y'all seen them Godzilla vs. Kong trailers? That shit's pretty hype. Um... That was in the notes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's the thing with Godzilla vs Kong. I am not inherently a fan of the old Kong Godzilla movies. I really like the Peter Jackson Kong. Um, haven't been watching the new ones. Don't know what the deal is with like the weird corporations and the paramilitary units and the scientific blah blah blah. blah and uh that bitch 11s in there and look i don't know shit about this cinematic universe it just creeped up on me um it's been around since like the beginning of cinema um <laughs> godzilla and kong is some old ass ip um i'm excited for godzilla vs kong though um uh, and i'll tell you why For some reason, that was ingrained in my mind as a child. I don't know where I picked it up. I don't know if I saw one of those old movies and just as a kid latched onto it. I don't know if I saw something animated. I don't know if I heard just the story of, like... Godzilla's this giant fucking lizard and Kong's this giant fucking monkey and then they fight and I was like four or three and I was like yes but as a child I loved that idea I would love to like wrestle and be like yeah we're fucking Godzilla versus King Kong right now which one do you want to be yeah let's fucking do this and like That was my shit, man. It takes me back to such a simpler time. And I don't know if the corporations know that. I don't know if... What is it, Warner Brothers? Or is it Sony? Or is it a collaboration? I don't know. But... Do they know that deep within the psyches of most human beings on the planet right now... That those monsters clashing is somehow pop culture comfort food is that why it's being released when it is did they plan this did they plan this i don't think they planned it i don't think they did but i do find it oddly satisfying It's just, it feels like what we need. It feels like this movie is going to be coming out around the time theaters are going to be opening back up. So it feels like the perfect thing to bring. Because, like, it's the perfect, like, uh, fucking uh, family movie. Because, like, parents and jaded teenagers could go see this movie and probably be happy by the end of it. And, of course, kids are going to love it. It's it's a ballpark it's out of the park win godzilla vs kong me personally i'm going kong how are you not gonna be on the side of the primates dog are you gonna let the monkeys that are evolving to be in the stone age find out that in the deep past the sapiens had media where they rooted against other apes are you shitting me? I don't even watch the Planet of the Apes movie because that has a slightly negative ape tilt, dog. I don't even fucks with that shit. I am ape team all day long. Team ape. Great apes. They That's what the fuck they call us. We the great apes, nigga. I got a little bit... Look... This is some real tribal-esque shit right now. You either get on board with broad strokes fuckery or you get off the train right now. This ain't time for that woke bullshit. We going monkeys versus lizards. That's a real fucking clear line down the middle. And you know the lizards is the 1%. Alright, he's obfuscating issues now. I'm not good with that word. To obfuscate. What? I gotta figure out how to say that word. It's to make, like, gray uncertain. Also, I got too excited that last moment. And did a lot of shaking and moving around. Might have fucked with the audio. Anyway. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong. Who do you want? I know some people are fans of Godzilla. But look, that is an atomic lizard. Kong is like a geothermic monkey uh and that's just more natural and feels more close to home kong understands what it is to suck a titty kong wins kong wins it look (laughs) that lizard might have a lot that it's fighting for, that it's laying down on line, a lot of things that it's interested in. But it does not know the warmth and the comfort of sucking titty. And that could propel a being through almost any adversity, any hardship. All you gotta think about is getting to that next titty. You'll make it through. I don't know how we got here. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Sometimes the universe just speaks through me. Alright. I am not. I am simply an antenna. I'm just picking up signals dog. I don't. There is no actual being here. I am a reflection of humanity. Anything you find wrong with me is wrong within yourself. Ho ho. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, buddy boy. Yeah, what is perception? What is reality? Who are you? Why are you listening to this right now? Does this person that you're listening to even exist? This could be part of the matrix code, baby. Maybe I'm just fucking placed here by the architect to make you doubt shit. Are birds real? Are they working for the government? You don't know. Sorry, sorry. shit got weird, (laughs) shit got weird, it happens, we gotta talk about, okay, we're gonna ramp up, okay, so, Marvel news, we got dates on the next shows, March 19th, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm hyped than a motherfucker for that shit, and I'm so excited for so many reasons, and I'm not gonna talk about it right now. So when that happens, when it comes out, then I can do all my theory dumping and shit, all my all my connecting of dots as the picture unfolds. Cuz and what I'm going to try to do correct on this episode is get us up to speed on WandaVision so the next episode can come out hopefully soon after the final episode of WandaVision to get, like, my immediate thoughts out. Hopefully. Maybe. Also trying to figure out the stereo app. Trying to integrate this podcast with a stereo app. And that's where I can go, like, live. Um, and we could do live segments. But that's a whole other thing, man. We're going to talk more about that later. I got some behind-the-scenes work to do. I really want to try and make it work out, though. Because I feel like that could help increase my content and... Uh, In general and regularity of content. But that's neither here nor there, man. Let's talk about the big news. Uh, Fucking dates for Falcon Winter Soldier. March 19th. Did it. Talked about it. Loki. June 11th. These are all coming out on Disney Plus. So you can trust these dates. Not hinging on the uncertainty of theaters amidst the coronavirus. I... Here's the thing. I want theaters to be open. Really fucking bad. I miss going to the movies so fucking much. Why can't... Why can't movie theaters just... Half capacity... For every theater... So the full buildings at half capacity... Or one third capacity... And just enforce masks at the door. Just, you wanna watch this movie? Wear a fucking mask. I would do that. I would fucking do that. So why aren't we doing that? It feels simple, it feels like it shouldn't be that hard. Is it just because people would fight people at the door? People would be like, This is America! I don't have to wear a mask to watch Fast 9! Go fuck yourself, buddy! I'm trying to have an afternoon with my anti-mask family. Is that... Is that the concern? Public perception amongst hicks? Is that... Is that what we're worried about? I don't know, man. I don't know. On to slightly bigger news. Because we're ramping up. Blue Beetle is in development at DC and Warner Brothers. They're doing a Blue Beetle movie. And... That's fucking dope because the Latino community needs their Black Panther, and Blue Beetle could be that. Blue Beetle, it, to my understanding, is a, is is a Hispanic individual. I don't know uh, of what specific. I don't know if he, he's Mexicano, Cubano, Puerto Rican, Nicaragua, uh, Brazil. Ecuador Peru I don't know <laughs> But I do know Fucker speaks Spanish <laughs> I I'm sorry Um No on the real though I think it would be cool I, I want that community to have a moment like the black community had with Black Panther I would be happy to cheer on that moment. I hope that's what Shang-Chi is in Marvel. Fucking, for the Asian community, they need a win right now. Hey, you got an Asian friend? Make sure they're okay, because apparently, racists are being fucking racist. And that's not okay. Anyway... (laughs) Um ramping it up. <laughs> ramping up the pop culture movie news roundup. This is second to last. It's pretty big though. I if I could input a drum roll here, I would. You get it. Um the original Avatar creators are back at Nickelodeon to oversee an animated, like, studios. Not just an animated movie, not just a new project, not multiple project, a whole animation studio. Dedicated to the progression and exploration of the Avatar universe. Bruh, baby, 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 what baby, what the fuck did you just say to me? An Avatar goddamn universe. Right now we have Avatar, The Last Airbender, and we have Legend of Korra. And that's pretty much it because nobody recognizes the movie that didn't happen. Now, one of the key questions is how will this affect the live action on Netflix? Netflix. Because, if you remember, last year, around this time, they were announcing a live-action project on Netflix. That broke down when there were creative differences between the original creators and the creative team at Netflix. So, my theory is, when they walked away from the Netflix production, Nickelodeon went... Oh, shit. (coughs) I'm excited. I'm sorry. It's not Corona. Nickelodeon went oh shit free fucking agent giant IP this is more popular than anything else right now everybody's loving Avatar the Last Airbender hey you guys remember remember home base remember Nickelodeon remember how we held you the fuck down in the beginning we'll give you a whole ass animation studio whole wing whole block make it your own do whatever the fuck you want keep making shit keep printing avatar media because that shit is gold it's money people pay for it all day every day past 15 goddamn years 10 i don't know close to if not more than a decade of people purchasing not just the series are you stupid the the extended lore books the merch, the stuffed appas, the stuffed MOMOS. The Avatar Aang Halloween costumes. Alright? It's all flying off the shelves. And Viacom gets a piece of all of that. So they want more. They're trying to turn this shit into Star Wars and Marvel. And I am fucking here for it. I want it. I want it now. I want all of it. I want all of the Avatar media. I want all of the Avatar media. I'm not fucking around. I want the live actions. I want the animated. I want the print. I want it all. I want the games. They need to make solid Avatar games. I want a series that explores what the fuck Sokka was doing as an adult. Before and or after Republic City. Because he's a real big question mark. We got a lot of answers for what Katara did. In her later years. We know Aang tragically passed a little earlier than he probably should have. Because he used the Avatar state a little too much. To stay alive in that block of ice. And we know a lot about Toph. From the extended materials in Avatar uh, The Legend of Korra. As we also know a lot about Zuko same sources Sokka gets mentioned in one brief flashback and he's in a court proceeding it's just not enough we don't know what happened to Sokka and Katara never says shit about him i want to know i want to see him walk in the earth Like Jules Winfield recovering his boomerang and his space sword going on epic ass non-bender adventures where fucking bender bandits and shit think they got him by the tail because he can't bend the elements. But then he goes white lotus sword master on the bitch ass. And it's like, Nick, I used to kick it with the fucking avatar, dog. You think your basic ass bending can impress me, nigga? Bruh, I will slice your rocks in half. I will do Dodge your fire blasts. I will move with your air gusts. And you think I don't mind getting wet, bitch? My ex is the moon. I am blessed by celestial beings. Get the fuck out my face. I think a soccer series would be dope. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) that was the Avatar news. See how it ramped up? see how i had a lot to say about that one i don't know if i'll have a lot to say as much to say about the next one but everybody was super happy about it and social media blew up over it and so of course it's the number one story of the week spider-man 3 gets its official subtitle its official little like thing that we all knew was gonna have home in it but we didn't know how it was gonna have home in it so it was this fun puzzle that the creators were playing with the audience like oh what's the next one it was homecoming far from home what is the next one gonna be a lot of speculation over the past year more i don't remember when spider-man far from home came out it's been so long since we got to go to a fucking movie Hey, I'm not sad. Spider-Man 3, no way from home. Get excited about it. Spider-Man 3, no way from home. No way home. Was I saying no way from home? No way home. There's no way home. He's not going back home. Can't go back home. Not going back home. No way home. Not going home. Is Spider-Man not going home? Or are other people not coming back home? Perhaps a tragic loss in young Peter Parker's life before he transitions into college. Setting up the next trilogy. Rawr. I don't think Spider-Man's going anywhere. Um, So. It's going to be a wild movie. We all know it's going to be a wild movie. There's been crazy leaks all year about multiverse. Many different Spider-Men and Spider-Man villains and. It's going to link to WandaVision and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Look, it's going to be crazy. But, it feels like they're trying to keep it his movie at the same time. Which I really, really like and hope that they execute. Hope that they execute it well. You know what I'm saying? Because... I don't... I don't want his third movie to get all fucking wrapped up and lost in this giant multiverse saga thing they're doing for phase four. Um, I don't know. Just doesn't feel right to me. Uh, Spider-Man deserves more than being like a springboard or, you know, he is his own thing and unto himself, so... I just uh, just hope they do Spidey right, you know? We had one Spider-Man 3 before this. And they fucked it all up by having way too many villains. And it was incoherent. And it was a sloppy goddamn mess. It was kind of good, though. You'll fix your rent. You'll get your rent when you fix this goddamn door. <laughs> right? Working class hero, that Tobey Maguire. Um, <laughs> um, anyway... That was the Spider Man news. We got a title. That's fun stuff. See, I was clearly more excited about the Avatar news. I should have saved that for last. But you know, you gotta go with the trends. You gotta do what the kids like. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, jelly bean? You hermit jack? Hold on. I gotta walk away for a second. I'll be right back. Had to go get a beverage. Had to go get something to drink. Sorry, that probably lasted longer than than it needed to. I also need to make sure that my Xbox didn't turn off, because I'm using that. Even though I've been sitting over here for close to an hour, not really paying attention to at all what's on the screen in the next room, I want to go back there shortly, so I don't want it to turn the fuck off yet. Anyway, had to get a beverage. Um, We're coming up on the end of the show, though uh, just to be frank with you, um, you know, trying to keep these things to about an hour, um, I've heard some people feel like that's too long, and I'm like, I feel like that's too short, dog, I feel like most podcasts are longer, (laughs) um, So, oh, and I said I was going to try and get guests on this week. It's not going to happen this week. We're going to try for next week. Everybody's got crazy schedules and stuff. But do know that guests are scheduled to appear on the podcast soon. Um, and I like to try and keep it a surprise, so I'm going to try and not tell you until that episode who it's going to be. Um, close personal friends of mine, though, nobody famous. It's going to continue to be that way here on the podcast for probably a good while. Um, But, uh, hopefully it'll be fun. Hopefully it'll be good. Now, last thing we're gonna talk about before we leave, children. WandaVision. Yo. Episode 8. I feel like this was a divisive episode. I feel like you watched this episode and you were either fucking in love with it. And it was everything you had been wanting, or you were fucking bored by it. And you were like, let's get back to the action, baby. And I don't understand that second one. It it filled in so many important fucking gaps. And it expanded the Marvel Universe. Which is different magic than what Doctor Strange does. It's fundamentally different. Also, establishing that Wanda was a young witch before any of that shit happened with an Infinity Stone. And then the scene with Vision? What is grief if not the persistence of love? God damn. It was beautiful. Also, I'm not sure if you noticed, but in the scene with Wanda and Vision at the Avengers compound, pre-Civil War, she was moving in and out of the accent, dog. As she was watching American TV in America, talking to Vision during... when she was getting emotional. Accent. When it was sort of more mundane lines as functional speaking to move the conversation forward. Less of an accent. They're showing us not just how she developed emotionally over time, but filling in fucking question marks and blanks and plot holes, if you will. Like, they're... What they did with Thor in Endgame where he went back and he got to talk to his mama and it made Thor 2 eminently more watchable? Episode 8 of WandaVision is going to make Age of Ultron so much more watchable. It's going to retroactively make that movie so fucking good like not only does marvel have an incredible batting average they also seem to be dedicated to fixing their mistakes like anything the fans don't like they make a note of it and they go okay we'll figure out a way to fix this and make it right later In a way that makes sense narratively. Insanity, dog. Fucking insanity, homie. We got the Agnes flashback at the beginning, and then all the Wanda flashbacks, and then at the end, Agnes said it. She fucking said it. You are the Scarlet Witch. I went fucking insane. I ran around my house screaming for three minutes. So good. So fucking good. I think Agnes is going to kill those kids. And then the only way to fucking... Well, no. She's probably not going to kill them. But I think... So, here's my prediction. There's going to be a clash. A battle. And there's going to be all types of matchups. With all the pieces on the board. You got Monica. You got fake Pietro, Pietro. You got the twins. You got... Um, Hex Vision, and you have spoilers for the fucking post credit scene from episode 8, White Vision, you have all these pieces on the board. Yeah, I say Monica and Darcy? Anyway, and fucking Woo, don't ever count out a- Special Agent Jimmy Woo coming to a new Disney Plus series, the Woo Files. That's not real, but it fucking should be. Anyway, um, I know there's going to be a big clash. I think at the end of everything, at the end of everything, there's going to be a brief moment, just the briefest of moments, where we get a whole, complete, coherent vision. And the hex is going to be coming down. And the kids... And Vision are having issues. And Wanda's like, I I I can't I can't let you go. I gotta keep the hex up. And Vision's like, no. No, you can't keep doing this, Wanda. You you cannot keep doing this. Fate seems to want me dead. I seem to not belong for this world. You can pick. One of us. She picks the kids. It's Vision or the kids at the end of the day. It's Vision or the kids. She's going to pick the kids. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm not sure, though. I don't write this shit. I'm just a fan. Just making theories. I'm just a comic with a podcast. That fucking podcast. That fucking guy. LJ Sullivan. Hopefully every week. Hey, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, if I can figure out music to play us out, maybe I'll do that. Uh, But uh, until next time, uh, everybody uh, be safe, don't forget to laugh, and love yourselves. All right. Peace out, y'all. It's been good.